Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Broadcasting from coast to coast, it's the Financial Safari with your host, Coach Pete DeRuda. Coach Pete and his guests are some of the nation's top financial professionals. They make it their mission to guide investors through the treacherous jungle of the financial world, showing them how to grow, keep, and leave their money for their loved ones. Coach Pete is a frequent contributor to Fox Business Network, CNBC, The Wall Street Journal, and many other news outlets. They come to Coach Pete for their answers, and now so can you. So stick around and find out how to make it through the jungle of the financial world on The Financial Safari. Welcome back into the Financial Safari Consumer Advocate. Thomas Lipscomb here once again alongside Christy Paradis as well as best-selling author Coach Pete DeRuda having a fantastic time on the program. Welcome back in, guys. Happy to be here. Oh, I mean, I'm learning, I've learned time, so Christy? much already. I mean, from the swamps. You learned to swim in the swamp back in the day. <laughs> no. Maybe that's what's wrong with you. Now, I will tell you, that, that swamp story had me worried. I grew up, I spent a little bit of time in Georgia from about the time I was six to about 11. Swamps, mosquitoes, all of it. But the water moccasins, the leeches, the all those crazy things you can find in a swamp or river that, oh. Well, good thing I, I didn't know about any of that I am back so glad you weren't aware. Yeah. <laughs> that was before the movie Jaws. Of course, Jaws had nothing to do with the swamp, more about the ocean. But, but still. Uh, to be in the ocean all the time. I mean, mom and dad could not get me and my brothers out of the ocean until the movie Jaws came out. There you go. And I don't really think I've taken a long swim in the ocean since then. And you just came, you just bolted. I mean, the, word, the, the movie Jaws worked. <laughs> Very effective. <laughs> they saw a big great white down in Buford, South Carolina a couple weeks ago. Did they really? Yeah, they had the pictures on the internet. It looked like oh, wow. it looked like one of the sharks. Like a Jaws? Oh, it looked like the Jaws movie. Wow. So my whole generation grew up with, a, you think, Deep Impact and Armageddon and all these. So my fear is less of, of Jaws, but more of some crazy thing coming from space. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we're gonna. I know you wanted to talk about how people are moving away from decumulation and easing into distribution as far as retirement. It's a heavy topic, and it's a foundational issue that that I think is difficult for a lot of people to approach. It's kind of one of those first steps. Yeah. So, what do you think, Thomas, would be the first step of building a retirement plan? So, uh, when I think about it, I think of uh, you know I've got this big uh, you know bulk of money saved in in one or a few places. And just because I've been here on the show with you, I, I know that I need to take the steps to figure out how to turn these bulk mountains of money that I have in these places. Thomas is um, rich, Chrissy, over there. It sounds like. <laughs> yeah. In, you need in, to get rid of some? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, exactly. And actually, this is a good analogy. Okay, so in in this world, we have mountains. We have rivers that flow to the ocean. So I'm accumulating my piles of cash. Imagine them being the mountains. Now I need to start figuring out how do I develop that river from the you know, melting snow and I'll develop those streams of income. So so I can enjoy my time at the beach. How about that for an analogy? Sounds like Beautiful. an audio version of uh, Bob Ross. I love it. I love it. Happy accident. <laughs> happy happy accident. Little happy creeks. And uh, <laughs> you used to always do the best pine trees when you do the happy mountains. Yeah. And then I try to do it myself and it never looked that good. But, but, but yeah, no, that's how, that's how I think about it. I yeah. think, how, how do I develop those, those streams? Well, the number one start of a retirement plan is to start something. Start saving some money somewhere. It sounds like you've already done a good job of that. Yeah. You're talking about mountains over here, Chris. <laughs> yeah, mountains, I was like, I got what? a molehill over here. But. <laughs> Well, I'm making mountains out of molehills. Yeah. So, uh, well done. Yeah. Thanks to Coach. Well, you want your mountains to be snow-capped. That means they're very high, right? They're, very, right. they're way up there, and that exactly. means they're, they're high with money. But most people don't have that luxury of Thomas and have big mountains of money. But but when we do build <laughs> – Thomas. Please. I'm dying over here, if only. <laughs> when, we do, when we do build money up, when we build money up, the secret is to keep that pile. You yes. know, when you play the, the game King of the Mountain – 
once you get once you got to be king, that was when the trouble started. Yes, it was. Because everybody wanted to knock you down. Yes. Same thing when you have a lot of money. Once you have a lot of money, you become a target to a lot of unscrupulous places or people or emails or wanting you to invest here. Or if you I hear the stories all the time, people have a bunch of crypto and then someone quote steals their wallet. Or just steals the whole company, like that FTX yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. So we, we, you just never know what's going to happen next. No, you don't. And that's what's scary. I think about even uh, Carvana, you know, this business oh, that yeah. you assume is going to be the next whatever it may be, and then all of a sudden they're gone. You still see their little towers. With car- There's still some cars in those towers. I there guess are. it's still in business, but yeah. but it's on the last The vending leg, machine. Yeah. yeah, the vending machine. <laughs> I always thought it was a cool concept, but I, I mean, how, was do, too. how do you fit a car in there? And yeah. what if you get it down and it doesn't? Or you ever done this where you put the money in and, and the uh, like the snack machines you, you do that? Stuck. And it gets stuck. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to get the car out? I got two cars piled up. Then you put another set of money in and then get another snack, and it would get stuck too. <laughs> so oh, then you have a traffic jam inside a tube. Inside the tube. <laughs> we'll need Jack and some beans to get the giant down to, to tap on the edge of the thing. <laughs> uh, it's just, uh, well, you should have seen what I've done to some of those vending machines when they don't give me my money. Oh, I know it. But know. Uh, and, there's, and there's no one to complain to because there's no one there. And that was the problem I heard with Carvana is that when people had a complaint, there was no one to complain to. Hmm. And that's a good thing about having a physical location like a car lot where you can go and actually get mad at somebody. Now, you know, my son uh, tried to do the same thing the other day. He's he's younger, so he didn't realize this was wrong, but we went to he an arcade. <laughs> <Yeah>, right? <laughs> we went to an arcade, and, and it was one of those machines where you could put in the tokens, and if you put in enough, some others might fall over the edge where oh, they yeah, push yeah, themselves off. You know what yep, I'm talking yep. about. And so, he, of course, he wanted to start shaking it <laughs> to Who get doesn't? some coins. Yes, I want to shake those machines. <laughs> well, back in the day when I played pinball, that was called tilt. Yeah, there you go. If you, if you pop the <laughs> if you pop the pinball machine too much, it would get mad at you, and it, the game would be over. There you go. <laughs> now, now here's the thing: is he was trying to cheat the system, and he might have gotten away with it if there was not oversight and regulation, right? If there was not that manager at the arcade to come over and say, "Hey, don't do that mess." And that is what I'm leading into: accumulation, distribution, but also oversight over that process. Well, so your job as a good parent should have been to go distract the guy that was there and so your, your son could have kept tilting away. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, got, exactly. Your, got your cut of the, of the money <laughs> That's and right. run. Right. split later on. <laughs> no, but, but it is. I mean, accumulation very, very important, right? So, so yeah. once you get the money, though, what's the next most important thing once you have accumulated money? Yeah, get it what, back in your pocket. Well, is not to lose it. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Who cares how far you went if you just turn around and go back the other way? Mm-hmm. And so many have seen a stock like that where you buy it and it goes way up and you get all happy. And then all of a sudden it goes right back down again. And you would have been happier. And again, hindsight is always twenty ten. But the next day after a crash, you said, I should have sold it yesterday. I could have bought it back today cheaper. Well, you never know. How, how are you going to know that? That's called market timing. And that's why market timing seldom works because the human brain is full of something we call emotions. Mm-hmm. Watch any uh, fan watch a college basketball game around here on TV, Ooh. and you'll see emotion. And so a lot of times, the, the two main emotions that, that, that appear are the two worst ones. We have greed. So the market's going up like crazy. You say, well, it's never going to go down again. I'm going to put a lot more money in, even though I'm buying stocks at all-time highs. Warren Buffett always said, buy when others are selling and sell when others are buying. Yeah. But then the market turns around and starts going down, and it goes down again. It goes down again. And you, sooner or later, you stop buying the dip. And then fear kicks in. Well, gosh, how am I going to tell my wife I just blew our retirement home? Because mm-hmm. it's gone. Wow. The money I had in here is not there anymore. Yeah. What am I going to do? Well, I better sell now because I don't want to have to tell where we can't even afford the house we're in now. You sell. Guess what happens tomorrow? Market starts going up again. Mm-hmm. You say, well, it's just a one-time thing. It goes up and up and up a couple days later, a week, a month, still going up. You decide to buy again because you don't want to miss. <laughs> yeah, You have something that my daughter calls FOMO. Mm-hmm. Fear of missing out. Well done. But the minute you buy, guess what happens the next day? 
Well, right back down again. <laughs> yep. And so that's called market timing. And now I've said some people get right. Some people buy and then they it goes up a little bit and they sell. They don't get greedy. It's like fear and greed will kill you. So yeah. there's no rhyme or reason and there's no magic formula for trying to time the market. Luck. So if you have a yard, I would I recommend not fertilizing it too much. Don't put any weed killer there. Have some clover leaves pop up. Have what do they call a bunch of clovers together? What are Droves or groves? So go in there and try to find some four-leaf clovers. Then yeah. go inside and try to do what? Just yeah. joking. <laughs> We're close to St. Patrick's Day, so that's what I'm talking about. Why not? The Why luck not? of the Irish. Yes, there but, but in that, it, you can never depend on luck to fund your retirement. Unfortunately, some people do. So yeah. accumulation, some of it is luck. If you did get lucky, good. Lock the gains in. Don't say, hey, it's not my money anyway because I got lucky and I earned it, and now that I lose it, I don't care. Yeah, you do. Once you, once you make that gain, it's your money. Yes, exactly. And the commercial, it's my money, I want it now. <laughs> well, I don't want to lose it now. Do you want to lose it now, Chris? Nobody no, wants to lose no, money. of course not. So it's no fun looking at what you could uh, what you could have got. It's no fun look, looking at what you did lose. I agree. And so there are ways around that. But the first step is to get a true plan together that has you in the same rhythm of when you have a good gain, sweep some of that gain into a place you can never lose it again. And now you're building wealth because when you build wealth, you put your money behind a wall that nothing can touch. No financial termites allowed, no risk, fees, commissions in there. And all your money does is sit there when the market's going down or grows along with the market. Not all the way. You're sharing with the growth, but you're not losing any of the, the bad stuff. So would you rather sacrifice a little gain to make sure you never lose and you get gains when the market does? You get a share in the gains. Yes, it yeah. makes a lot of sense. It does. And so then that's what the, the special... Wealth instruments do. They help you build wealth because you're not losing money. So if you're not losing and you're always either gaining or staying the same, let's put it this way. If the market went down 30% like it has in the past, mm -hmm. but your account, your wealth account didn't go down a thing, would you be happy? Uh, it gives me a lot more confidence. Well, Thomas, you should say, no, I wouldn't be happy. I'd be calling you the next year, Coach Pete, saying, why didn't I earn any money in this account? <laughs> well, as a Mr. <laughs> Mr. Thomas, <laughs> you know, if you would have stayed where you were, you'd be down 30%, but you didn't, you didn't lose anything. But you didn't earn anything either, but that's okay. You didn't lose. Then when the market recovers, you get to recover from a, a place 30% higher than anybody who was directly in the market. Which is so great. It's so powerful. <laughs> Such a powerful So you're really position. not recovering because you never lost, but you, you're recovering with, with everybody else is recovering. You're getting added money to your wealth account. There you go. So if that is interesting to you, which it should be, finding out what Wall Street doesn't want you to know. I know there's guys that write books about what Wall Street doesn't want you to know. I'll tell you up, up front what they don't want you to know. They don't want you to know there are places that you can have a true retirement account without putting your money at risk. And that money that you don't put at risk will also give you a lifetime income you can never, ever outlive. Very, very important. So if you have that growth and you have that income and you have that protection, we call it a growth protection income account. Mm -hmm. So if you're interested in finding out what a growth protection income account is, give us a call right now. That number, 800-661-7383, 800-661-7383. You can also text keyword PLAN to 600-700, PLAN to 600-700. Yeah, very, very important. Now, we have a through the years segment, don't we? We do. This Let's one's good. Check this out. Through the years, let's take a trip back in time. Back in time. The year is 1973. The United States ends its involvement in the Vietnam War after signing the Paris Peace Accords in January. For the purpose of announcing that we today have concluded an agreement to end the war and bring peace with honor in Vietnam. Arab members of OPEC announced they'll restrict the flow of crude oil to countries supporting Israel in October, causing the price of oil to increase by 200%. Watergate hearings begin in the U.S. Senate, and President Richard Nixon tells the nation, Because people have got to know 
whether or not their president's a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. I've earned everything I've got. Billy Jean King defeats Bobby Riggs in the Battle of the Sexes exhibition tennis match in September. The 29-year-old King had already won 10 Grand Slams. She went up against 55-year-old Riggs, who at one point was considered the best player in the world. I uh, had said before the match that I was going to win it, that there'd be no contest, and I was wrong. She said that uh, they were going to scrape me off the floor of the Astros. They didn't quite have to do that, but almost. Secretariat becomes the first horse since citation in 1948 to win the Triple Crown after placing first in the Belmont Stakes in June. That year, your cost of your new home was about $32,500. You made almost $13,000 a year. Your average monthly rent was $175. Cost of a gallon of gas, $0.40. Cents. The Dow closed the year at $8.50. Yearly inflation was 6%, and interest rates were 8%. And finally, the classic film American Graffiti premiered in August. The film was directed by George Lucas. The coming-of-age comedy starred Richard Dreyfuss, Ron Howard, Cindy Williams, and Harrison Ford. I just saw a vision. I saw a goddess. Come on, you gotta catch up to her. Come on, Kurt. We can't be spending half the night chasing girls down for you. Maury, I'm telling you, this was the most perfect, dazzling creature I've ever seen. So let's rev up our engines and get out of 1973. We've now arrived back in the present. Hope you enjoyed the trip. Here's to a smooth ride into retirement. Uh, I always love those pieces, folks. I hope you enjoyed listening to that. Gary, thank you so much for putting that together. Folks, we do have to take a short break, but stay tuned because there is more Financial Safari coming up. Coach P. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. 